Welcome to episode 22 of the Feed You podcast. Welcome to the Feed You podcast, giving you the real scoop on raising your business to new heights. Expert education, inspiration, and motivation to fuel your purpose, your passion, and your profits. Here's your host, Elisa Connor. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Feed You Podcast. I'm Elisa Connor, and I'm your host. And let me be the first to welcome you to the month of February. This is the first Wednesday of February. And I don't know if January was anything for you like it was for me, but I am really glad that it is over. Uh, I had uh, really high intentions of the way that month was going to go, and it did not go that way. So I am super excited to get February off to a, a new start, and I almost feel like it's my second chance at starting the new year. If you have a business like mine where you're really busy at the end of the year, it can be a time for you to reflect and you can't always in you know two days figure out what you wanna do for the year. And I don't know about you, but I run myself ragged all the month of December and then by January, my body is like enough. So anyway, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad it's February and I'm really glad you are joining me. Today's episode, we are going to dig into one of my favorite subjects, which is color and your brand and how that is or should be uh, thought out in regards to your ideal client. A lot of times I work with people and I'm sure um, you have been guilty of this. I know I've been guilty of it where I will pick a color because it's my favorite color and that is not necessarily the best color for you to use to attract your ideal client. It may not resonate with them. It may not, it may actually just turn them off or confuse them about, you know, who you are and what you do. So I wanted to give you some tips and tricks around color and color psychology and how to pick the colors that are going to work best for you and work best for your brand. I always like to do a little research on statistics before I get into the meat of the um, discussion. So I wanted to give you guys some shopping and color statistics. And the first one I came across was that this was shocking to me. 93% of shoppers make a purchase decision based on color and their visual experience, 93%. So if you have a visually unappealing website, business card, um, color palette, font, palette that you are trying to get in front of people and they don't like it, you have lost their business immediately. Unless it's one of the 7% that's living in a pipe dream or a cloud and they don't, they don't see the colors or whatever, but that's a pretty huge percentage. So worth some discussion to talk about what that looks like and how to make sure that it is working for you and your business. 85% of those 93 base their decision, their buying decision solely on color. Your color has to speak to your audience and it has to be relatable to your product. And I I had an example that came up in my mind when I was putting this together is you wouldn't use pink to sell a hamburger. That would be the opposite of a color that you'd want to use to sell a hamburger because most people know that a pink hamburger is not one you would want to eat because it hasn't been cooked all the way through. So you want to leave those two more. Um, Pink would be a great color for um, a business that is 
female centered and maybe more in the fashion or wellness area or something like that. Um, big brands like McDonald's and Starbucks and all of these other um, really, really big successful companies will actually bring in specialists to do studies around which colors will be most identified with when it comes to their target and ideal audience. So think about that. You may love pink and you may love bright pink or light pink or whatever, but if you're going after businessmen <laughs> with your business and you're trying to sell them insurance, then that is probably not a good color choice for you. And so the last one I had for a statistic was that color increases the recognition of your brand by 80%. So if you have the right color that is associated well with your product, you are 80% more likely to be memorable to your ideal client. So color really has a big impact on how um, people not only choose whether or not to purchase from you, but also um, whether or not they remember you in their time of need, because not every person you run across in the moment is going to be ready for your product or service. But that doesn't mean that, you know, three months, six months, nine months, however far down the road, they won't be ready. And, and so if you can become that memorable brand to them so that when they're ready to purchase, they think of you immediately, that is a great way um, and a very easy way for you to taste, for you to stay top of mind. So that being said, there's a lot behind color psychology and I could probably talk color psychology for a really long time, but um, I just want to touch on it a little bit because it can get a little dry and I don't want to go on and on on a podcast about it. If you want to know more about it, that is something that I cover in my um, profitable branding course and I go into depth on that and talk pretty deeply about color psychology and how to choose the colors. So if you want some more information about that, you can find that on my website. But I did want to talk about color psychology and how color can impact your, not only your brand, but the um, arena in which you play for your business. So let's get into color psychology and let's just start with cool and warm colors. So cool colors very easily translate into a more calming effect. They're your blues and your greens and all of the shades that come in that blue green color palette. So teal and um, the lighter blues and dark, any of the blues and greens. And then the warmer colors tend to add excitement and entice action. So those would be your reds, your oranges and your yellows. And those are the colors that you see most often in um, people in brands where quick decisions are made. So McDonald's, Wendy's, um, anything that is a is going to incite a really quick decision making process. They're going to see that red and yellow in almost every one of those logos or at least one of those colors in um, those logos and in that and related to that brand. That being said, um, the reds, the orange, the black, and even royal blue sometimes is used for impulse shoppers. So fast food, um, any kind of outlet mall, and also uh, clearance. If you see clearance signs, they almost always have those colors on them. When you're at Target even, their their signs are red and they have you know the, the big clearance sign. Um, they're usually red and yellow. So it, it draws attention to it, it, it helps buyers realize that this is a markdown and um, be aware of it. 
even their sale signs are red and white. So those are the colors you're looking for if you want, if you're in a fast decision-making business. If you if you have a higher priced offering and it takes um, some, I don't wanna say convincing, but it takes a little bit more thought and preparation for people to make a decision around doing business with you, you wouldn't wanna use those colors um, because it's going to make them anxious and it'll most likely turn them the other direction and they won't wanna purchase from you. So let's look at um, a couple of the other colors. So moving into more of the cool color tones, if you're looking at like a navy or a teal, um, those have been known to appeal to shoppers that are on a budget, that are looking for um, more of a normal priced um, product or service. A lot of banks, they, they offer security. So a lot of banks and larger department stores um, will utilize those colors. Ironically, I'm thinking of Wells Fargo um, at the moment and their colors are red and yellow. And so it's interesting as a bank that they would choose those colors um, because those would incite action and um, would kind of make people uneasy. Um, you see a lot of I around here, I'm thinking about two or three different banks that actually use those. But if you're looking at like a Chase Bank or Citibank, they both use that really nice navy blue calming effect. Um, we've got you taken care of. You'll be secure with us. So it's very interesting how that's played out. And if you look at the um, story of, you know, how that's played out as far as their um, business growth, it, it, that would be a very interesting um study to um, compare how those two have grown and and evolved and um, which color palette worked best for them. So not to get too into it, but then the, the last study component that was in this study that I looked at um, talks about traditional buyers. And that would be for things like clothing stores. And I'm trying to think off the top of my head, other um, more traditional stores, but they are more um, attracted to the colors of like pink and sky blue and rose. So those pastel-y colors um, without necessarily having too much energy flying at them with the reds and the yellows and all that stuff. Um, and I, I'm just, the, the one that comes to mind right now is Gap. I mean, Gap uses that very um, nice blue. It is, um, I would say it's almost more like a navy blue, but again, the Gap is known to be dependable. They've been there a long time. They have good products. So they're going for that feel of reliable, dependable, and you can count on us. Um, but that's a little bit about color psychology. If you wanna know more about that, there's tons of information out there on the, on the internet, but just some things to give you uh, some insights into picking your own colors. Um, I also had an article that I pulled up that, you know, talks a lot about all of the different, I mean, I just talked about the main color groups, but um, just to go through some of the characteristics that are typically associated with different colors. So red, for example, um, is usually associated with passion and vitality and excitement. Um, and also, it also incites action, we talked about that. Orange is very optimistic and warm and cheerful. Yellow is fun and humorous and energetic and um, usually is associated with kids or um, 
kind of that uh, energy that kids have, that fun and exciting energy. Purple is almost always associated with luxury and imagination and playfulness and new new ways of thinking of things. Purple, uh, what comes to mind for me is, off the top of my head, is um, that purple mattress company. And it's fun and it's new and it's interesting and it has a luxuri- luxurious product, but also very imaginative, very different, very outside the box. Um, Blue, we talked about, uh, insights, trust and serenity, and also strength of strength and character. Um, we, I gave you some examples of blue, but also green is associated with growth and healing and freshness and a lot of times with um, environmental products. You see that all the time. Um, and brown, obviously, is associated with nature. There's a lot of brown in nature and comfort and stability. And if you have um, a lot of brown in your in your brand, you're wanting to allow people to connect to nature and allow people to um, feel more comfortable in uh, in their ability to move forward using your product. And you're coming across a stable white and black, which is are actually not colors, but utilized as colors. Um, white represents balance and neutrality and calm, and so. Almost always you will have designers utilize white space for those three reasons. Um, it will create balance on the page. If you don't have enough white space, your, your eyeball doesn't know where to look and there's no neutral ground and it feels very busy and it's, and it's hard to achieve calmness without that white space. And if you don't have the calmness, people can't make a decision. Um, they can't uh, determine whether or not they want to do business with you because you haven't give them, given them the opportunity to kind of rest in that decision-making process, whether it's um, physically rest or let their eyeballs rest. And then black, on the other hand, is known for formality and power and sophistication. And so you'll see black and, black and white and even silver in some of the more luxury brands, um, Rolls-Royce and even Apple. Apple uses white and silver, Um, but really simple design is what you'll see for those higher end companies. And so think about that. You don't want to have an inundation of color if you have a very luxurious brand because it's not going to be received well. So that being said, I wanted to give you some steps to start picking your own colors. And I know a lot of people get stuck on this and they're like, I don't know what colors to pick and maybe I have one color I like but then I can't figure out what other colors to put with it. So I wanted to talk about that a little bit today. The first step in this process that I take my clients through is you need to go and gather some inspiration. And there is no better place to gather inspiration than on the web. You can do Google searches, you can utilize Pinterest, um, you can go outside and get inspiration. If you have photos, favorite photos that you've taken or that you Um, maybe have as screensavers, utilize those as a color palette and build from there. There are a lot of tools out there that enable you to pinpoint the um, colors that you have in a photo where you can just use an eyeball dropper and um, point to the color that you want to utilize. And then you can actually get the color code for that color so you can add it to your color palette. 
So gather some inspiration. If you have photos, do that. I, one of my favorite ways to do it and one of the ways that I have my clients do it is to create a board on Pinterest and just go start pinning um, items that you really like, that you that is that associate with your personality and with the people that you're trying to attract. And there may be some overlap. Um, there may be some colors that are just out there that you're like, oh, I just really like that, but there, it's not uh, a genuine pattern that's showing up, but that's okay. Just go pin them anyway, and then kind of look at them and see what colors continue to show up. And when you do that, you'll see, you know, you have three, four, maybe five colors that consistently show up in the images that you pick. That being said, you go and get some inspiration. And then I love to have just a, um, I think it's called a private Pinterest board, but it's, it's a board that nobody else can see. Like it wouldn't matter if you had it out there for everybody else to see, they probably wouldn't know what you were doing anyway. But if you didn't want, if you have um, Pinterest and you use it for business and you just wanted to keep it secret, you can create a secret board in Pinterest and save all this on there. Um, so then once you have your inspiration, you wanna make sure that you're starting with a pretty neutral color. And that means um, neutral is not far off of either the white or the black template. Um, because as I said before, you need to have that white or that black as a grounding mechanism for all of the other components in your brand. And so if you were to look at my branding, I use black. I like black, I like the luxury feel, I like the um, elegance of it, and it just works really well with my other colors but a lot of people will utilize white and that's fine too. So you could even use like a light pink or even um, any of the primary colors and just a couple shades off of white would be a great base color. You don't want it to um, be overpowering or too, um, too much color there because that's going to become, it's like the um, canvas for your painting. So you, you create that canvas, whatever it might be, and then we're gonna layer on other colors and images and things to go with it. So once you pick your neutral color, um, you'll wanna write down either the hex code or um, the, the CMYK code. Um, but, it, and if you don't know what those are, the hex code is pretty universal to use for any kind of design work. If you have a hex code, which is a pound sign followed by um, six letters and numbers, you can you can use that hex code pretty much anywhere. So if you had a photo, for example, and you were wanting to find the hex codes for that, you can actually download, there is a um, an extension for Google Chrome, and it's the eyedropper extension. And you can point to anything on the page and get the hex code and also, um, any of the other color codes that you would want by picking um, whatever color it is from the website. So um, it gives you the RGB code, and then I always use the hex code. I don't, there's a couple other codes in here, but um, if you have a hex code, your designer or whoever you're working with will be able to, to understand what color you want. So that being said, you'll want to start with your neutral palette, and then you want to to choose two colors um, that are gonna help make that neutral color pop and give it some life. And that being said, there are several ways you can do that. And I recommend a color wheel if you're new to this because you can go and see 
kind of colors that work together um, that are either monochromatic, so they're all the same color, or um, they're complementary, so they are on opposite ends of the color wheel and will pair well together. Or you can pick analogous colors, which are colors that are typically close to each other or right next to each other on the color wheel um, on either side. So if you pick, for example, if you picked uh, a blue, you would either have a darker blue or a more um, aqua color in the, the analogous color scheme. So, and then your last choice on the color wheel is to choose uh, a triadic color, which is um, angular in a triangular shape uh, colors that are in that triangular um, area of the color wheel that go well together. So it all depends on whether you want, you know, a monochromatic look and, and that's all going to be a decision that you have to make for yourself. But these are all tools that you can go and gather and you can find color wheels on Google. A color wheel is everywhere. You can go to the um, your local craft store and purchase a color wheel if you wanted to. I have one that I utilize a lot that I um, used to use for craft projects. I just have it and I pull it out sometimes and you can easily just put together colors that you think will melt well um, as you're creating your brand. So pick two more neutral colors that are going to make that or two more colors that are going to make your neutral color pop and that are complementary to them in some way. So if you're having trouble with this, if you're having trouble picking your colors from a photo or you um, you're not finding the color wheels to be helpful, there are some tools you can utilize to help you in this process. And one is Adobe Spark has created a suite of free products that are mobile apps that you can go and utilize and get some inspiration and some ideas. They're, um, they have three different products. They are all free. You can get them, well, three, uh, let's see, three of them are available on Apple and then only one of them is available on Google. But you can go and find and learn more about those at spark.adobe.com. And the first one is uh, called Spark Post, and you can create graphics and all kinds of uh, basically social media posts that you would want to put up really quickly. And um, you would need to do that with your mobile device. And then they have Spark Page, which I have not messed with this much, but I think it would be kind of an interesting uh, arena to go look at where you can actually create web pages in minutes and create those, upload them, and um, see, see how that would look. And then the last one, which is how I was first inter introduced to this product suite is Spark Video. And you can create video stories in minutes and it's actually really cool. Um, so check those out, Adobe Spark. And again, you can find it at spark.adobe.com and I'll stick that in the show notes, but that's a really great tool. And then also from Adobe, they have what's called Adobe Color CC. And this will help you put your color wheel together and choose colors and um, walk through color palettes and all of that kind of stuff. So you can also use that. And the last one that I, um, this is really kind of a cool place to go gather some inspiration and just see what, how your um, potential colors are being used. And it's called design inspiration. So kind of like design inspiration without the in. <laughs> um, and I'll put the link to that to that site as well. But what's really cool about this site is you can actually go and search by color. 
and they give you the entire color spectrum and you can go and choose what color arena you're interested in and you can put up to five colors in there and just get all kinds of ideas and inspiration about how designers have utilized those colors. So um, all great places for you to go and get some fun and cool ideas about your colors. And then last but not least, when you're choosing your color palette, you need to um, choose one color that is going to incite action uh, so that you can utilize that, especially on your website and your landing pages and that sort of stuff for um, places like the button. Um, so you may have a certain color that um, you're, you're utilizing in your color palette. So maybe it's a white, maybe it's a black, maybe it's green, but you wanna have a color that feeds into that that um, immediately when people see it, they recognize it and they know what to do next. And so whatever that action inciting um, color that would be, that would be for your buttons and for headlines and any calls to action, anything that um, you immediately want your potential customers to take action on. So that's really what I've got for you on color today. Um, there's a lot here. There's a lot on color psychology. I could talk about color for a really long time, but I just wanted to kind of get your feet wet and give you some um, ideas to think about when it comes to creating color and choosing color and making sure that it really does appeal to your ideal client. Because again, if you are putting a lot of work and time into creating a brand that is memorable um, and utilizing a color palette and creating consistency by utilizing the same colors, um, you wanna make sure that it appeals, number one, to your ideal client. Because if it doesn't, it isn't going to convert. And after all, isn't that the point of creating a brand in the first place? So that being said, I appreciate again for you uh, tuning in today and for all the feedback that I'm getting from everybody. I really, really appreciate it. And I will see her, you here next week. Next week, I am talking all about websites and I am giving you the scoop on the best website platforms that um, are out there today for you and for your business and how to choose which one is best for you. Uh, I will give you the breakdown on price. I will give you the breakdown on ease of use, and I will give you the breakdown on expandability. So tune, tune in next week for that episode, and we're going to talk all about websites. In the meantime, have a great week. Enjoy your first week of February, and I will see you next week. Take care. This episode is being brought to you by my new master training, Pretty Doesn't Pay the Bills. If you've invested in all the aesthetics of building a brand, including picking the right fonts, picking the right colors, and creating that magazine-worthy website, yet you're still not seeing any additional traction, clients, or money in your business, this master training is built for you. In this master training, I will cover the three essentials that your brand is missing in order for you to gain the traction you need, get in front of the people you need to get in front of, turn them into paying customers, and last but not least, create the business that you love. To join me for this free training, please visit my website, alisaconnor.com forward slash pretty. I'll see you inside and I look forward to having the opportunity to share this training with you. Again, you can find the link to join the training at alisaconnor.com forward slash pretty. Thanks for listening to the Feed You 
podcasts at www.alisaconnor.com forward slash podcast. 